Yeah. Happy May the Fourth, everybody! All right, to thank the one you. Person watching. Oh, <laughs> oh, wonderful! All right, thank you so much. Keith is on tonight, so hey, look, uh, we're gonna try to get through this episode. May the Fourth be with you. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we are here to talk about. We're ready to do a spoiler review on Star Wars Visions Volume Two. All right, so we have seen these episodes. We just couldn't wait to start talking about them. So let's go. I am Kerwin. This is Keith. This is yeah. Father Son Galaxy. Okay. All right. So um, let's just start by saying, you know, we want to thank Lucasfilm because we really had the uh, opportunity to interview the executive producers, James Waugh, Jackie Lopez, and Josh Rhymes. We had a very good conversation. Um, and, you know, it, it was wonderful. I, I, you know, overall, these episodes are, are just amazing, fantastic. And they're all different, um, but they, they bring a message, all right? Each episode has a message, all right? And um, whether it's cultural or um, a message about light and dark, I mean, it, it's it's wonderful. So They I'm, all I'm, tell their own stories. Yeah, I, I'm so glad that we were able to see how people around the world interpret Star Wars, all right? All right, so thank you, everyone. So if you're- That's um, everyone joining us. May the fifth be with you, you know. Okay. If you all were paying attention. If you join us for the first time, thank you. You can please, if you're not a subscriber, subscribe to our channel. Please like this video as well. All right, Keith, let's start. So we're going to go through all nine episodes, all right? We're going to do our, our review, spoiler review, once again, all right? So hopefully you've seen them or, you know, you're okay with um, hearing about what happened. Here spoiler, we go. Spoiler, spoiler, spoilers. Okay, starting with. Sith. Sith. We're studios. Okay. State. So this one, I love it. Watercolor, computer animated designs, and her painting. So she's an artist, by the way, and she has an unfinished painting. She's trying to balance out the light and darkness, but is struggling. So, you know, she decides that she's not a Sith anymore. But all of a sudden, her Sith Master shows up with backup, and they have an epic duel. And then she learns to embrace light and darkness as part of the painting. Yeah. And she ignites a double-bladed lightsaber and charges forward. Yeah. And uh, let's just say the Sith Master, you know, somehow made it to Ash. First of all, real quick, that yellow lightsaber that that um, Lola had, can we bring that up? Mm -hmm. But that was great. Like, I actually... The lightsaber is super cool. Yeah, it glows yellow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, look at the lightsaber design there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, the way it just emanates the light. Right. I, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I this I've never seen this type of animation before, and it's, it's it's fantastic. It's wonderful. I mean, it's like a watercolor animation, and you know how the colors represent. You know the when she started going up against the Sith, you know, the colors started to get darker. So you saw the red and the orange and the yellow, um, you know, so it was, it was, it was incredible. And, you know, right at the beginning, you know, it would start off as white. And to me, it just looked like an unfinished painting, right? Like yeah. you said, uh, there was something that was missing. You know, so there was some of the darkness that was trying to get into the painting and she was trying to avoid the darkness, but she realized that she needed to embrace, embrace the darkness because she's a little both, you know, like, we all are, you know, we have a light and dark side. And so. Speaking a little bit of both, let's move on to Screechers Reach. Okay, let's move on to Screechers Reach. Okay, all right. All right. Do you want me to read this one or you got it? I'll do it. Okay. So, this story takes place at a mining facility, and there's this little, apparently, it's a girl named Doll, and she's a child worker who really wants to escape Screechers Reach. So she takes her friends, Balon, Quinn, and Kida to go to Screechers Reach. And she ends up in a dark cave, separated from her friends. And then all of a sudden, it turned into a horror movie. And the Banshee came out with it. Ah! Mm -hmm. There's going to be a lot of screaming for me. This the railing. Okay. The wailing. Yeah, go ahead. It's the, uh, the wailing okay, Banshee. Not, yep. And finally, Doll learns to overcome her fears. And, and you know... Strikes the bot she's down in its place. And actually wins the fight, but there's a little more to it than that. 
because as we find out at the end, the Sith Mother granted her strength to defeat the monster. And she gives Dahl the choice to either become her apprentice or go back to working in the factory. And she says, you know, don't look back. Bye, guys. But she looks back. Yeah, right. Did she make the right decision? Part two, coming in Vision Season 3. <laughs> we don't know that. Okay, that's what we're speculating. All right, so this, this was, uh, it was scary. All right, let's start off with that. It was scary. Um, I don't know much about. Uh, what was that ghost, man? Yeah, so apparently it's uh, based on an Irish folktale. All right, the Banshee. Right, and the Banshee is a woman uh, who does screech, screech and, and wail. Um, but that's her way of warning that death is approaching. All right, something is For bad. Her. Well, something is bad is going to happen to somebody. All right, um, somebody's going to get messed up. Yeah, it was what I like the most about this episode is, and we're going to talk about this because it's actually uh, something that we've seen in other episodes as well, where this girl doll reaches a point where she is defending herself. And, you know, this ghost is apparently a ghost of a Sith. Probably she grabs the, the, the ghost lightsaber and defeats the ghost with the, uh, her own lightsaber. Yeah, by the way, we panned up from that. Just classic Star Wars guest. Star Wars guest. We hear the lightsaber coming down, like, and then we just pan out. Mm -hmm. Right, so you don't see it happen. You just hear uh, it landing. Now, this... Bye! Person, you, know, she, she, you know, she has this medallion Bye, where... Day. Yes, so she has this medallion where she is... Um, Almost, to yeah, God well, I was gonna say praying, to, you know, you know, give me strength, give me strength, and we don't know exactly who she's talking to. This and she's just like praying to God that she's gonna survive right? this fight with a ghost. Yeah, well, it's well, it's like thousands of years old and has a lightsaber. Well, it, it turns out not to be God, uh, uh, obviously, but yeah, it's, it's a, a Sith, Sith monster. Yeah, so when, I would not have been surprised if Morgan Freeman was on that ship. Okay, I don't get that, but. Because he plays God so many times. Oh, okay, that's true. Okay, <laughs> all right. So, so doll after defeating the the banshee, she's approached by this person. You know, looks very uh, elegant. You know, she lands on a ship. She is dressed, but you can tell. You know, okay, she's wearing red. Her eyes are yellowish, right? And then they turn yeah. red. And right, so you know that she's she's trouble. And what she does is, you know, she says, well, you know, you did well, you passed the test. Well, you passed the test. Now it's time for you to come with me. And then Dala, okay, well, can I take, you know, my friends with me? And she says, no. You know, like, cuts her down, like, no, are you kidding me? Like, no, this is about you. You need to come now or make your choice. Now, yeah, what's fun? More importantly, Dala tried to give her the lightsaber, but the lady's like, that is yours now. I would have been like, oh, good. Yeah. Just... You know, just yeah, but that that would oh, so you're talking about taking down the Sith mother. Well, yeah. that would just lead you further down the dark path, wouldn't it? And then I would take a I would take a play out of Luke Skywalker's book uh -huh. to the next degree and kick the lightsaber into the ocean. I don't know. Okay, either that I would just like march back up to the factory and be like, "So you thought well, using children to do the dirty work was a good idea, huh, buddy? Well, let me let me show you how good of an idea that was right here." Well, here's the thing. So the Sith mother tells Doll, make your choice. But does she really have a choice? Because let, if Doll would have said, you know what? Now I'm good. I'm going to go back to the factory, even though this is not the life I want for myself. You know, I don't want to work this factory, work this hard. Would Sith mother have let her go? I think she would have forced her to go with her. Probably. Yeah. Even if she said no. But then again, I the Sith mother appeared unarmed. I mean, she probably had a lightsaber hidden in oh, that. Oh, absolutely, room. absolutely. Or maybe she has force lightning. Who knows? You know. But I, but, uh, you know, the, the thing is, I think I think Doll had the element of surprise there. She could have just been like, but um, you're still talking about taking down this. Yes, taking down the sis mother. Okay, Sith mother. Not that hard. Well, okay. Well, again, and then you go back to the factory. You know, free all the children. Slice up some of the factory equipment, you know, as a show of power. Interesting. Okay. 
And then you kick the lightsaber into the ocean, and you fly off in the sunset. And then it's over. Ba-boom! Okay. I never thought of that. Um, But... uh, No one does. (laughs) Okay. That's fine. Uh, But my favorite part of this episode, uh, the short, was Doll, you could tell Doll is hesitant. She doesn't want to go, but she says, you know, she's thinking, okay, you know, I can have a better life. Anything is better than what I have now. And she tells her her friends, don't look back, right? right?" And then as she gets on the ship, and as soon as the doors are closing, slowly closing, you see her looking back. Like, okay, well, what am I getting myself into? You know, what was that goofy smile doll has? She was like... I I, I think it's a little bit of, um, you know, hesitancy, uh, a little nervousness. Don't look back. Yeah. I would love to see... I would love to know if there is a, a, a further story about uh, this episode. Like, is there more to this episode? Because I like to know what would happen. What happens to Doll? You know, yeah. does she become uh, a Sith or does she change her mind? She tries to escape. We don't know. But it was. Um, you know, it would be super easy to just you know kick the space mother. Or, okay, or all right. You kick the Sith you told mother us three out times, the airlock right? okay. and, and fly right. the ship. You know. We have Q&A. How about all that? Right. All right, let's, let's go to Q&A. Here. Thank you all for joining us. All right. Uh, and we know, look, the episodes just dropped today. You know, there's nine of them. You know, maybe people are taking their time to get through them. But, hey, we couldn't wait. <laughs> Dallas, I saw all the shorts. All right. Yay. All right. So great. So, you know, let us know what you think about any of them uh, as we're going through them. Alex, so true. I love the messages of light and dark and the ones that I saw. Okay. Um, uh once again, it's going to be a spoiler review, so you know, um, just remember that. But thank you, Alex, for, for sharing that. I see Keith, Keith's fifth Sith comments. Is Keith an aspiring Sith Lord? <laughs> I did have a red lightsaber at one point, yeah. like a week ago, mm-hmm. Dad. Okay, we're not going to go down that route. Okay, we're not going to we're not going to take that road. Della, I actually all had four lightsabers in total a week ago, Dad. Mm-hmm. Um. Dallas, all beautiful, difficult to choose a favorite. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, Alex, as an artist myself, I love the first one, Sith. Love the themes also, amazing artwork as well. Yes, that's true. Yeah, it was wonderful. I love the colors in in Sith. Charlie, I would definitely rewatch later. I'm on the first episode. They all look great. Happy May the 4th. Thank you, Charlie. Happy May the 4th to you. All right. Alex, so true. Light and dark are both a part of life, also a part of art. The symbolism and themes are perfect. <coughs> there you go. All right. That's wonderful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <coughs> All right. Well, we'll get you some water. All right. So let's move on. Uh, we, we're done with Screechers Reach. Anything yes. else you want to say? Okay. All right. So I'll read the next one then. Yeah. You good? All right. So into the in the stars. Um, by the way, did we mention? Okay, I it wanted to mention. Saloon, Ireland, that's right? Elguri Studios, Spain. I said that. Did Sith. Okay, I didn't. Wasn't sure. Okay. All right. In the Stars by Punk Robot from Chile. Punk Robot. Uh, Tachina is a painter like her mother who had a great strength. She has the Force. Mm-hmm. Uh, then came the Empire, and uh, the Empire took the planet's clean water and poisoned all living things on the planet. Mother faced down the Empire herself, but she was taken down. Mother became a star, like so many others who perished. Mm-hmm. Tachina and her sister, Koten, are the only survivors on the you know, planet. Can I say something real quick? Sure. That's really sad. I feel bad, especially for the mother. Because you saw the ad at coming, and the mother just kept trying to lift the water tank when she had a good five-second window to move out the way. Yeah. Because those ad ads are slow, but like, I'm going to lift the water. Pew, pew. I, uh, that, that's sad. Yeah. I love how uh, Tachina used art to tell the story about what happened to her mother. I thought it was very, very powerful, very emotional. Um, and her mother just was a brave woman. You know, she just she went there, you know, with um, other villagers and tried to take down the empire. But the empire is too powerful. You know, um, the empire was strong. Exactly. So <gasps> older sister Koten goes to the empire facility to get clean water for her and her sister. Younger sister follows and is caught. They fight their way out. They use the force to survive. The empire facility is destroyed. The stars return and their land is restored. Yep. All right. Um, happy ending. So now, well, eventually. So, happy, happy, happy. so here, here we go. You know, the empire occupying another planet. That's what they do. You know, the empire do what it does. 
What it do? Uh, they do what it do. Um, so they come in and first thing you do is take all the clean water. And then once they get what they need, then they poison the atmosphere. They poison all living things. And um, now they're polluting the air with this factory. I don't even know what they were creating in the factory. But Smog. You couldn't see anything. They were killing the tough trees. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the plant life, everything. There were no more tough trees on the planet. Yeah, all destroyed. So somebody had to speak for the trees because the trees could not speak. Right, right. Um, So at the did you get the joke? Yeah, I'm trying to tell the story. Okay, so so Tachina, this little girl, you know she has a force because when she sees a Tie Fighter coming, she puts out a hand to try to stop the Tie Fighter, but you know apparently. Of course, that didn't work. You know, her sister pulls her back. Well, true, right? She's like the Tie Fighter almost had you. Yeah. What are but, you doing? But you know, her sister is just being the protector, right? She's just making sure that her sister is safe. Mm-hmm. Um, so we first know- of all, the older sister is the one with the staff, which is like awesome. Yeah, right. And she's also her sister's. Oh, well, they're both very brave. I'd be good at spinning a staff. Mm-hmm. Buy me a staff. Okay. Let's finish the story. Okay. Okay. All right. Sounds good. So, yeah. So, so the older <laughs> sister, Colton, tries to get water. <laughs> Speaking of water. Yeah. Tries to get water, clean water. So she goes to the Empire Factory and she actually gets in without being seen. And her sister gets caught. And then they. Everything uh, was all quiet. Everything was fine was until her sister. Good. And yeah. then her sister's like. I'm helping. Yeah, her sister and wanted got to help. Caught in silly. Yeah, yeah. So she wanted to to help out, um, and she ends up getting caught herself, and they got trapped. That could but, not be me. But they had to put the two of them had to work together in order to use the force in a powerful manner, right? So when they both put their hands out, um, they didn't know exactly what was going to happen. What they did was destroy the water tower um, and destroy the the facility and everybody on it. And then the the clean water was restored, and then at some point, plant life came back, and then they were the smog was gone, and they were able to see the stars again. Yeah. So that was a pretty pretty cool and the, episode. And the tough trees grew back. Yeah, very. It was a beautiful episode. Um, so when uh, at celebration, the writer Gabriella Sorio uh, wrote about you know he was describing what the story is about, and he says two sisters who lost everything. Uh, their family during imperial invasion. The story is based loosely based on a South American uh, South American um, historical um, information, where a large part of the inhabitants were destroyed by colonists. Uh, so this tells a story similarly, right, where the empire are, to say are, col- are colonizing, right, um, and the theme is about family. You know, like these two, these sisters are all they have. You know, and they yeah. had to work together. They used to in have order truffle to, trees, but they're gone. Yeah. In order to, um, they their family got separated, but what they did to overcome uh, the empire brought them closer together and gave them hope. Yeah. All right. Okay. And so did the truffle trees. Okay. All right. I said top damn to say truffle. That's fine. Okay. All right. So that is in the stars. All right. So we're going to move to the next one. Yes. I am your mother. You yes. got this one. All right. Okay. So this one was my Arvin from the UK. Yes. Also my personal favorite. You know, because my mom's right here. Love you, mom. Yeah, there you Love go. Love you too, honey. Okay. Mom's first speaking role debut on a live stream. Yeah, not true. Second. All right. Remember, mom was on for the uh, the birthday special. Yes. When we were talking about our mom's birthday. I am your mother. Yes. Yes. Something I hear a lot. So they're on Ryloth, the home of the Hannah City Flight Academy, yes, which is a celebration of pilot trainees and their families, and it's hosted by none other than Wedge Antilles. So, so Annie and her mother Calder are, are Twi'leks, and she's a cadet from the Rebel Flight Academy. Yeah. But she doesn't want to tell her mom about the race because she's embarrassed by her eccentric mom and their quote unquote porta potty. Let me just give you a quote. <laughs> so the bad Reaples. AKA the Vaders. Mm. One of them's like, <clears throat> yeah. Excuse me, could you get your porta potty off the starting line, please? <laughs> wow, that. Yeah. That was very rude. A plus yeah. acting yeah. there. Yeah. And I mean, I actually mean that though. That's hilarious. Yeah. So they 
actually team up. The funny thing is, her mother comes back to drop off her lunch. Right. Yeah. So we're talking about Annie's mother. Mm -hmm. Annie's mother comes back to mm -hmm. drop off her lunch. Yes. And then realizes there's a race. So they race, and it's tied to two. All that's left is the boxcar and the Van Reebles. The right. boxcar wins. The Van Reebles can't even get over the finish line because their ship falls like right on its tip and then right. falls backwards. Right. Second place is last place, right? Oh, second place <laughs> is last place. And they didn't even make second place. That's, that's, that was pretty interesting. That was funny. Um, you done with the description? No. Okay, go ahead. By the way, they win the lace, and Annie's mother says, of course I'm embarrassing. I am your mother. There you go. Fireworks! Now that, right, and the fireworks at the end. So, by the way, so we did say that it was a guest appearance by Wedge Antilles, voiced by Dennis Lawson. Yes. Um, Wedge Antilles himself. Oh, yes, Dennis Lawson, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, I completely had no idea. Well, I had an idea what I Am Your Mother was going to be about. Of course, you know, think of Star Wars. This was a Sith, a Sith mother uh, who has a daughter who's trying to get her mother to turn to the light side. I you know, absolutely just, did not think that. You didn't think? I thought it was just exactly the same story, except that it was just mother and daughter instead of father and son. But this has nothing to do with that. This was just yeah. a, a beautiful story. By the way, I'd like to confirm, I was mother right. And daughter. This one is centered more around the Sith. And the darkness in the force. All right. Well, we're talking about I am your mother still. But right? I'm talking about in general. Okay. All right. In general. Yes. But this episode was nice. It was light. Yeah. It was, a, it was such a relief. Yeah. It was a very heartwarming story. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it, even when I saw the title for the first time, I read it as if it said, I am your mother. But it doesn't have the same, it doesn't resonate the same way. Because she said it in British. Well, she said not British esque, like yeah. I am your mother, like like you know. Not that she, she was making it. She wasn't making it a statement like I am your mother. You will listen. She's like I am your mother. Right. You know, like not, I am your mother. You will listen to me. No one's listening to anything you say. Take this lightsaber. Go go harvest some crops from some farmer you don't even know. Cut it down. Okay. Like, All right. Journey to the dark head. <laughs> All right, let's go to the opposite side of the galaxy. No, for a minute. no, it, it was it was a beautiful story. Uh, we we really loved it. I wanted to just go back to a quote that was said at uh, Star Wars Celebration. Uh, this is by uh, Magdalena Osinka, who is the writer, uh, director, and writer. Um, she mentioned that it's a love letter. This episode is a love letter to all the mothers, and quite often they're overlooked in films. And they are the real superheroes. And, you know, we, we totally agree with that. So it was a, a truly a, a beautiful mother and daughter episode. So shout wonderful. Out to, shout out to all the moms who are watching this. Exactly. Exactly. Right. It's a, it's not Especially easy, you, mom. It's, it is not an easy job, you know, as, as mothers know. So, all right. So let's move on to Journey to the Dark Head. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. You got this one? You, you do it. Okay. Journey to the... The Dark Head is from Studio Mir, yes. South Korea. Uh, a young girl, uh, her name is Ara. She sees a vision, a class between a clash between two people, possibly a third taking place sometime in the future. A wise leader tells Ara, war and conflict are constants, both built on sands to ebb and flow for all eternity. That's going to be important. Thing. Go ahead. Anyone else ever realize that every... Every quote is from an ancient old man with the longest beard in the world. Okay, well, like we, every quote that's considered wise is just from some ancient old. Okay, we don't refer thing. to them as ancient. We just say wise. Yeah, but I mean, like Sun Tzu. Who's that? Please. Did you watch the Potato War? I no. <laughs> you tell me who it is. You're leaving right. me a suspense. So Technoblade oh. won the Potato War. Okay. And he was guided by the art the, by the teachings of Sun Tzu, mm -hmm. who wrote the Art of War. Okay. Who who gave wise and and unclear quotes such as if you know the enemy and know yourself, you need not fear the result of a hundred battles. Or let your plans be dark and impenetrable as night. And when you move, fall like a thunderbolt. Okay. Or you fool! Don't reveal all your taxes in a YouTube video. You idiot! You moron! Okay. <laughs> Wonderful. 
technically made that up. Yeah, I, I can tell. All right. So Ara is familiar with these two statues, right? One that represents dark, one that represents light. And she is tired of the conflict. She's tired of war. Uh, so she wants to Who is cut off the... Excuse me? Who isn't tired of war? Well, right. I mean, look. Uh, so she wants to cut off the head of the dark statue. Okay? Uh, that's something this that is she's, not a physical person. It's just a statue. Right. It's a statue. So she's uh, spoken to this wise man about this. And, you know, what he's saying to her is that there's nothing you could do about it. You know, there's always going to be light and dark. War is inevitable. You know? Okay? Uh, conflict <sighs> is is inevitable. Uh, so there's no way to... It, it continues throughout time, from the beginning of time to the end of time, war, conflict. But she is still on a mission. So, you know, we see her uh, a few years later and she um, goes and seeks help from the Jedi and they offer uh, a Jedi to accompany her. He is a young Jedi, um, but he has actually gone through some dark times He's himself. He's had some trauma. He's had some trauma, right. So this is his... <laughs> His, his name is Toll, all right? Um, and he has seen, you know, like we said, the dark times when a Sith actually took down his Jedi Master. You know, we've his seen this story is, um, before. Bashan, right? Or yes, right. Yeah, Bashan. Bashan, yeah. very good, yeah. Um, so he has nightmares of, of, of this Sith Lord coming after his Master, coming after him. So it's something that he's going to have to deal with, right? But at some point, he does. Uh, Bashan dish does show up, and there's this wonderful lightsaber. I mean, I mean, it was, it was it was it was a clash. Um, but the moral of the story is that nothing was resolved because you know we're going back to the statues, and like I said, one was represented light, one represented dark. So one was red, so that's dark, right? The other one was blue, which is light. But what happens is um, the colors inter intermingle and they intertwine, right? So and they became both, purple. Yeah, both statues actually representing a balance. See, both statue has one one red and blue mixed in. You have the other statue, one red and one blue. So I was confused, like, what do I do now? But again, you know, going back to what oh, by the was way, told she figures out that the paintings she saw like a decade ago. She's the one in the middle. She's the one in the middle, right? She's the one that's trying to break up this uh, conflict <laughs> and this battle, and you know, she can choose her side. And climactically, she chooses the dark side, and she destroys the Jedi, and you know, rules the galaxy. What no, story is this? Okay, she chose right. the light side. All right, so that's the lesson learned. You know, see, I think she, she came to realize. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. She and Toll, you know, seem to be very good friends. You know, um, they're on the same side, but you know. Um, all right, Q and A. Let's hear it. All right, Eric Elliot. Hello there. Hello, Eric. Thank you for joining Hello. us. Alex, in the stars is beautiful a movie, and it generally has real life parallels. One of my favorite shorts. Yes, it was. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. This season is a mixed bag of art styles and story conventions. Yes, it is. Yeah, true. yeah, very true. Keith posh accent was well done. Posh. <laughs> Would you like to hear it again? Well, there you go. Either way, you will. Haha, ha, I am your mother was so fun. A neat story. I like how lighthearted it was and the mother-daughter bond. Yeah, it was really, yeah, it was then, it was wonderful. Yes. To school you. Sun Tzu was a military strategist. Uh -huh. The Art of War is a great book. I recommend it. Alex, thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Mom right. read it. Okay. Become a man of culture and read Sun Tzu's <laughs> oh, The Art wow. of War. Okay. okay. All right. Now, all right. Now we roast our parents on this channel. I don't know how you know about this, right? Because I've never seen you read the book, but apparently, you know, you got the internet out there, so you can find things very quickly yes. without reading. So, Just Alex, kidding. Thrawn, kids, respect your parents, please. Yeah, Thrawn reminds me of Sun Tzu. Yeah. What do you think? I think that's a good point, Alex. Again, Father Sun Galaxy. I've read the Thrawn comic, but he reminded me of Sun Tzu, Art of War, because of how strategic he is and how well he knows his foes. That's, that sounds like Thrawn. Oh. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. True. I think we, we may even have that book in our library. What? I think we may have that book in the library. The Art of War or yes. Thrawn? No, the Art of Well, we got the Thrawn book too. Well, yeah, we have yeah, we got all the, three. We got the trilogy. No, there, there's more than Thrawn. three. But, but we're talking about Star Wars Visions. All right, so let's go. All right, so. All right, Journey to the Dark Head. All right, so that was, that was number five. Okay, so on to number six, The Spy Dancer. 
this is from Studio La Cachette from France. Uh, you want me to go ahead and read this one? Oh, uh, want... yeah. Okay. So, uh, the spy dancer. Imperial stormtroopers hang out to see a performance. Hey, have you ever wondered how does the stormtroopers, you know, you know want to let off some steam, you know, when they're not, you know, poo-pooing and everything, you know? <laughs> You know, the, the <laughs> well, they're not shooting up. Yeah, right. They, yeah, yeah. Pew, well, they're not pew. shooting up a storm, but well, missing every shot. Right. You know, when they need to take a break, where do they go? They go to one of these places. So it's a nice, uh, elegant place uh, with performances. It's like a cantina, but with live performances. Yeah. yeah yes. So Louis is uh, her name. She's a dancer and Louis. a spy. Louis. Okay. Yeah. Louis is a dancer and a spy for the rebellion. Her mission is to place trackers on the armor or suits of Imperial workers. So she is working for the rebellion and she's making sure she's giving these trackers to place on the, 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 the uniforms so that she can track their moves wherever they go. Uh, Lue seems someone from her past, an ISB agent. Um, so this ISB agent takes this seat on the balcony. Um, and when she sees this ISB agent, I mean, she just, uh, you know, so she just loses a balance. Something happens to her, like where she just just gets lost yeah, in she her performance. Yeah, she out of the sky. Right. Really. You know, she was you know in in mid performance, and all of a sudden she like sees that this shot there, officer, and then she just loses her balance and she falls. And um, her daughter has to catch her in yeah. what the stormtrooper thought was the greatest act ever. Right. Yeah, the stormtroopers had no idea what was going on. They're so. like, I they're, can't see a thing in this helmet. That was clueless, really planned. They're clueless as usual. Uh, like, do So it turns out that something very uh, traumatic happened to Louis. Isn't that kind of right? Uh, I thought it was Louis. Louis. Uh, something it how you like. very uh, traumatic happens to her. Um, but 20 years ago, there was an ISB agent, right? So these this high-ranking agent took her child away. Oh, All yeah. right. Yeah. Now, now that imperial child abduction. Right, and that is not uh, something that's new. That is with not the okay, Empire. Man. Right. Well, no, it's right. Of course, it's not okay. But you know, it reminded me of uh, a similar story that happened with Adventures of Darth. Well, oh, you have to remind me of that one. But I was going to say Darth Maul. Um, remember, Darth Maul, the Emperor took Darth Maul from his uh, the Night Sisters at a very young age. You remember that? Yeah, I yeah. do. By the way, um. Palpatine added most of Darth Vader, Darth Maul's markings himself. And well, the ball out of the rest all with the laser. Well, keep that point. I heard because, that, at all least. All right, well, keep that point because this is relevant to the story. All right, so she finds out that, you know, this ISB agent, you know, uh, took her child away. We don't know if it was a son or a daughter, which is very smart. Um, uh, uh, took away uh, her child, and now it was 20 years later. And I thought she this, said it was a son. No, she didn't. Not at the beginning, because I actually got fooled. <laughs> um, I they really had me, so I'll, I'll explain it. So this ISB agent comes back to her establishment, and she's thinking that okay, this must be the same agent, um, but it's not. It's someone younger. Okay, uh -huh. someone the same age as her son. Well, again, we didn't know that the child that was taken away was the son because um, we if we knew, all right, okay. So let me tell the story. So let me tell you a story. So when um, I saw this ISB agent, I said, "Okay, well, this is you know, if this was the same man who took her child away twenty years ago, he would have been older. But this is somebody young. So I thought it was maybe a descendant, the son of That's the imperial big. officer. That's it was either I that or an imposter. Well, no, I thought it was um, you know like a descendant, like the son. Yeah, that was what I technically it is because. It's her son as well, you know, because this is the, you know, he was taken away at a, when he was a baby and he had no idea where he's from. So uh, Louis realizes that this boy who is now an imperial officer was her son that was taken away from her 20 years ago. And Louis's um, like, oh, my God. Yeah. Now, I don't know the species. All right. Um, I, Me neither. Yeah. I, but apparently this species, you know, they're born with horns on, on each side of their head. Um, so when he was taken away, this little boy, the horns were removed, right? So the empire apparently, I mean, they're probably like a Deverodian where the horn is like a mass of keratin. So, like, if it's removed, you don't feel it. Could be something similar to that, although their <laughs> horns are a little bit bigger, right? Right. But the empire, 
wanted them removed, so they were removed. So we and we know that because we saw the circles. Yes. Yeah, so when I was the only one to notice that, my mom said they were covered by his hair, and yeah. my dad just didn't notice it until I pointed it out, and he's like. Oh my God! Right, yeah, I I was so taken aback by this episode. This episode was riveting. Okay, all okay. right. First this of all, was, this is the entire Andor series in a fifteen minute short. This was this one had me on the edge of my seat. I I I, I loved it. Like uh, yeah. it was so close to Andor that I'm just like, wow. Yeah, yeah. I I, I just love the reveals towards no, the end. Was, yes, it was it was suspenseful, <laughs> but it wasn't dark. I thought like, it was a little dark, but if you well, didn't they balanced think it was dark. out the darkness, yeah, I'd say. yeah, I think like maybe it not wasn't dark. Like death, 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 blaster, no, blaster, blaster. Yeah. Oh my God, the mother's gone, nerd. Like you know, no, maybe not dark, but you know, maybe excitement. I think I was feeling excitement and anxiousness. You know, it was it was really. I saw my dad jump out of his seat. Like I said, you know, it was it was a it, this was That's fantastic. That's the second time I've seen you do that. Right. The okay. first time was when we heard celebrations. Right. If, if I could just wrap this up, please. Thank you, Keith. Yeah. All right. So, Sorry. So the son gets back on his imperial ship, and you know you can now you know that <coughs> he is um, her son because when he removes his hat, you see a uh, space where the horns used to be. And, and the eye patch is covering his yellow eye. Exactly. That's the other thing, too. So, uh, you know, the species have uh, two different eye colors. So, he had one patch covering one of the eyes. Because um, blue is a more normal eye color than yeah, yellow. Exactly. Right. Yeah, right. Well, blue is more acceptable. Blue eyes, right? Yeah. Very good point. Yeah. Yeah. This was a stunning episode. I, I, I love this. And then the last uh, second of the episode, you hear that tracker going off. So, uh as a spy, you know, what she does for a living, she was able to get that tracker onto her son, so now she can keep Taz of where he is, right? Yeah. Yeah, so wonderful episode. So uh, it's a bittersweet ending. It was a bittersweet ending, right. And then, you know, again, you know, the the um, the director, uh, Julian Chang, talked about how this episode was an inspiration from what took place uh, during World War II, where there were... French dancers, one in particular, Josephine Baker. Josephine Baker, right, who was a, a spy for the French Revolution, and this is what she did for a living, you know. So that was very awesome <coughs> to, to bring something that happened um, in reality and just make it into a Star Wars episode. It was brilliant. Alex, spy dancer is great. I remember you mentioned before how it was inspired by Josephine Baker. Yes, I saw the parallels. It was a superb episode with a great twist. Absolutely. Thanks. I, I agree. Yeah. All right. Do you have any other Q&A? No. Okay. All right. Let's move on. The Bandits of Gola. You you take this one. All right. Yeah. Personally, I liked this episode because I felt it was a bit relatable. Mm-hmm. Ooh, tell me why. I'll tell you. Can't wait yeah. to. Okay. Go ahead. So, Charuk and his brother. is Charuk. Charuk. Charuk is the brother. Mm -hmm. and he has a sister named Roddy who's force sensitive. And she ends up exposing her force powers in public, you know, yeah. mm -hmm. accidentally. And they end up on the run from the Empire because everybody was on the uh, the subway train where they were caught wants to hunt them down. So eventually they find a village, but there is an Inquisitor who's very interested in Robbie, realizing that she's force sensitive. And all of a sudden, there's a Jedi on Golok. And there's an epic battle that ensues between the Jedi and the Inquisitor. Great lightsaber battle. The slow-mo shots were amazing. Yes. However, Roddy, since she has special powers, she has to leave and follow her own path to become a Jedi. Yeah. So she returns the flute belonging to her father back to Sharuk and disappears. Yeah, so here we go again. So here we have uh, another young child. Also, it was like Clone Wars-style animation. Yeah. Like, was this was good. It, yeah, I, I thought maybe a little bit of Toy Story animation, something about this animation. It, it really popped off the screen. It was wonderful. Um, but I want to say about, you know, we talked about you know the rules of the Jedi, and apparently the Sith has the same rules where they feel, okay, well, you know, this kid's got a gift, whether it's for light or dark. We want you to join us, and we want you to it's join like, us right now. Like that like you Uncle don't, Sam poster. Like, like, yeah. We want you to yeah. join us right now. Get over here. You don't get a chance to even think about it. It's like, listen. It's like you have to make that decision right then and there. The Sith which is are what the I masters guess. of child abduction. They're like. Which ones? The Sith. The Sith. They're the masters of child abduction. They'll, they just be like, hello. 
You're going to come with us now. You're going to get a lightsaber, you know, uh, maybe some dark robes, become a master of evil. It's going to be cool. Like, Well, I don't know. But at least the Jedi get permission. They're like, can we take your son now? Yeah. Thank you. Well, that's true. But in this case, did, you know, I didn't get the name of the Jedi, but did the Jedi ask Sharuk permission to take his sister? No. No. Well, so I. I it's mean, just, usually. Yeah, well, usually. I mean, yeah, again, like, like, this is something that I. A kidnapping move. Like, no, it's I'm not. I'm just going to take your sister now. Thank mm -hmm. you. It's it's just something that I, I, I um, battle with. You know, I think about it and then. I, I, it's just, it's, it's so much pressure for a young child to be placed in where you have to decide either I go and learn the ways of the force or the Sith, whatever to use my powers or stay with my family. They pull Why a Luke can't move on it? you have both? You know, we've had this conversation over and you know, over. They pull a Luke move on it. Yeah. They're like, you can have the lightsaber. Yeah. You can take up the it's lightsaber always, have of my former choice? master. Yeah. It is amazing. Well crafted. Yeah. You can become a Jedi or you can go back to your boring regular family. Yeah. I just don't like the idea of little children being pulled away from it. Like, I mean, not importantly, it's usually yeah. at a young age. Yeah. Like, nine is considered old for Jedi training. True. That's true. Like, one and of the main reasons Anakin took so long to be trained is because they thought he was too old. Yeah. But he usually was old, these children right, are abducted two or three. Exactly. Well, you're using the word abduction. You know, we like, don't want to yeah, say abduction. If I were a parent, yeah. I'd be like, first of all, who are you? Why am I supposed to trust you with my newborn? And secondly, you can get out now. <laughs> I right. Look, it, I'm like, unless you want to give me the lightsaber, we can do some home training. Again, you can leave. Mm -hmm. It's just very sad to just see, you know. Yeah, they put a lot of pressure on these kids. Yeah, you're right. A child leave their loved one behind, you know? And, and they ask the or same question. Oh, right. And they ask the same question before they go. They say, well, well, can I take my brother or can I take my friends? And they go, no, it's not about them. It's about you. Like why? <laughs> like don't these so. Jedi know how to sling a blaster? Can't they, <laughs> but, can't they turn Sharuk into like the Han Solo of this series? Yeah. The, well, the point and is just give him, like a blaster and a cool outfit. She has the gift. He doesn't. Uh, it was just a very, you know, bittersweet, I guess, you know, a sad moment, you know, for her. I, I trust this this Jedi, and I'm sure she wouldn't mislead this child. Um, but we don't know you do if Sharuk underground, would ever see his sister again. I think that's the that's the problem that I deal you know what's with. Funny? The Jedi and the Sith just tend to separate families. Yeah. Like, why can't that's they just... That's what we've been saying, yes. Exactly. Why can't they just put the family yeah. on an economy flight, or okay. if they want to be nice, first class, fly them out to Coruscant, you know... And have them get a luxury apartment for, for uh, while their child is training. So at celebration, Milan Shin, the executive producer of the Bandits of Golok, um, mentioned that it's a it's 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 got action, it's got adventure, it's about food, color, and music. Yes, yes, and yes. I mean, it was wonderful that the food, you know, the the, 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 the I don't know what it's called, a but little it, sweet. It was like a shape, like a, a big lollipop uh, that, they, that I, they plundered. Yeah, yes, and I love the music, um, the uh, the color. I mean, it was the, the animation was just fantastic. It was glorious. Okay, uh, and the Indian culture, you saw that, you felt that in this episode. And then he also mentioned that it, he described the short as Chalet, which is a 1975 classic Indian film, meets Indiana Jones. Now I know you have not seen Indiana Jones in the Last Crusade, so I'm not going to tell you what he means by that. Please, but don't. once you see. The Last Crusade, then you would it would make sense to you. So that is the band. Is that the one where he says, "Indy, leave it"? Yes, yeah, that's towards the end. So yeah. right, I don't want to tell seen you that clip. Yeah, but you got to see the whole thing. Thanks you for see ruining it for, the experience. It's for not ruined. YouTube. Okay, anything else I, I'm about the bandits of Golak? Oh, no. Okay, all right. Uh, what about the Inquisitor? Pretty cool, Inquisitor, right? Yeah. yeah, I know we mentioned them, but you know, double bladed saber. Yeah, my, my guy just rolled up like. I know it's you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, he was very cool. And like, again, you know, I'm not a fan of the slow mo, you know, like in film. But yeah. this worked. Like when Flash ran for 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah. He's supposed, to be the flat, he's supposed to be the fastest man yeah. alive, but like, he takes more time to run than Batman. I wasn't going to give any examples. In but Sandals. But Keith did. 
in 100 degree weather. All right, let's move on. So now we got the pit. Carrying 200 pounds. All right, would you like me to read the pit or would you like to read it? All right, you read the pit. All right, so this is episode number eight, The Pit. Uh, by Lucasfilm Limited and the Arstagio Studios uh, from Japan. So the United States and Japan together. All right. So let's talk about this episode. So prisoners of the empire, they dig a giant pit uh, to find kyber crystals. Kyber crystals are very popular, you know, very, very uh, valuable. Uh, so once they reach rock bottom, you know, they're digging and digging and digging. And all they're doing is just looking for kyber crystals. And so eventually they, they hit a point where they can't find it. Right. Yeah. So they hit rock bottom. Um, they, <laughs> they dig so deep that they're in a position where if they wanted, they, if they wanted to get out of the pit, they, they can't, can. they can't, it's, it's, it's too far down. It's too far down. They're like six um, feet under. Yeah. Now multiply that by 15. So the, the main character name is Crux, right? So he escapes to tell others about what happened to these people, where they are, um, and they need help. Um, so Crux, uh, Talks about looking for someone who has the light to help all of their all of his his people there. The all right. Force. Yes. Right. The crystals found by the prisoners were used to help build the city. Crux is captured, um, and he's thrown into the pit. And we're going to talk more about this. So yeah, the, they they just chucked my guy yeah, into the pit. We're going to talk more about this. So a little uh, girl one of them came out with the tarp and the rest in peace. Yeah. Okay. All right. So. This episode speaks to me, all right? Um, so I, I want to talk about this episode. This, so first of all, you know, it's, again, classic empire where, you know, they're, they're into slave labor. They take people, prisoners, not prisoners because they committed a crime, because we know that these prisoners- just because they need people Because they just need people- Because right, they're lazy. Exactly, right. That's what they do. That's what the empire does, right? And you have families also working for them in this pit, all right? And again, they get to a point where this pit is so deep. Um, how are they going to get out? But one man's sacrifice, right, starts a movement. That's what I got. A revolution. Of. Right, a movement, right? Exactly. So moving across the nation. So the, the character Crux decide that he's going to go and figure out how to climb out of this pit and get help, right? And he shared something with a little girl, right? He didn't share it with... I thought that was his sister. I don't know if they were related. Uh, it could be. It might be. Right. He didn't share it with someone his age. He didn't share it with a person older because I think if he were to tell them what he was planning to do, they would try to talk him out of it. They said, well, you can't. You know, There's no way you can climb out. Just, you know, it is he what it is. That. He did what? Climb out. I know, Keith. I'm telling a story. Yeah. I Yeah. Yeah. He, if he was talking to somebody who was older, he would say, they would say, well, why? You know, you, you're not going to, you're not going to, you're not going to make it. Don't do it. Stay with us. But he went to, he, he went to this little girl and, you know, he uh, says something that was very, very powerful. He says, poster too, the, uh, the image of them together with the crystal. Yeah. So he says, everyone has an inner light, no matter how dark it is always there to guide you the right way. It lives in us all. So what he's saying to her is, you know, the, the, even the, the, the meanest person that you meet, there is still some light in, in that person. There's light in all of us, Maybe right? It's like of doing a droplet right of it? Yes. It could be an atomic level of light. Mm -hmm. Could be subatomic. Right. There's something there, right? So now he gets out and he, he manages to climb out of the pit. He goes to the city and he asks for help. All right. And the people are listening. But of course, the Empire, you know, stormtroopers come in and, you know, they grab them and they Wait, stun you're him. a disturbance to the public. Yeah, they, they they stun him. And then what they do, could they could have just put him back in prison or, you know, put him in some type they of gave it a, right. a, a nice, a nice room of the Gray Bar Hotel. Right. But no. Right. But what they do is they take him and throw him back into the same pit where he came from. Right. Which to me speaks of you know um, the brutality that takes place with a black body. All right, so they could have done anything else, right? They could have done anything else um, to imprison this young man, but they decided that you know he wasn't worth it, and they threw him back. And uh, just chuck right? him back. 
like right. a fish that you don't right. want when you go fishing. Right. Throw it back. Right. Right. So it's really? it's right in the hands of law enforcement. That's what happens. You know. Um, you know, Not unfor always. unfortunately, that's what I mean, happens. there's stormtroopers who are good. Well, like Finn. But here's what I like about visions and these episodes. Like you're going to tell stories that are beyond, like you said, when we were interviewing the executive producers, mm -hmm. they tell stories beyond what Jackie, you Jason, was, Josh. Yes. They would tell three J's. You tell stories beyond what you see in Star Wars. Right. And it's about bringing culture. So. To me, what I see is um, law enforcement brutality, police brutality, right? Again, they could have saved this man's life. They, man's life. they could have put him in prison. That would have been just as impactful, but they didn't. But and they could have pulled then, out like a bullhorn and been like, your friend is in prison. There's no hope for you. Right. And then what that does, unfortunately, <laughs> you know, the sacrifice of one, you know, is a movement for others. And they stand up. And they start chanting, follow the light, follow the light. And they chant it so, so loud that the, the citizens of the area could hear them. And they come out late at night with their um, uh, lamps and to torches. see. Right. They had to see it for themselves. Okay. Well, are these people really in this pit? Like, and what's the going on? And are like, let's get out of here. Right. And they just, you know, of course, they, they got, got scared and just turned around and didn't oh, stop oh. the people. And then what did the people do? They listened. They um, they they did something good, and they brought these uh, uh, vehicles back to pick up these people from the pit and take them out of there. Yeah, two things. Yeah, sure. One, there was not a tarp down there when uh when before the stormtroopers threw them. So the stormtroopers must have thrown down a tarp to prepare them. Okay. All right. I. Also, yeah, go ahead. They just kind of had Crux sitting because there was no way to get out of the pit, so they were all stuck in there. True, along with Crux and the tart. Yeah, so he was just probably sitting in a corner. Like, I, okay, that's disturbing. I got you. I got you. I, I, I'm just now realizing this. No, that's 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 fine. That's 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 fine. I understand. I understand. Yeah. yeah. All right, so wonderful. Let's uh, go. Right, to, let's move, let's yeah, move on to something this, happy. Yeah, it, it was this was a powerful story for me, um, and I wanted to talk about it. All right, Alex. Yeah, I I don't like how the Jedi children have to choose. The Jedi teachings against attachments and emotions are controversial and can be harmful. Yes, agreed, agreed. Yeah, it's just something that I I still, you know, I don't get it. But I saw the first six shorts, not the last three, but so far Sith and Spy Dancer have resonated with me most. Spy Dancer appealed to the historian in me and Sith appealed in the artist in me. I love that. Thank you, Alex. And did you both watch the English dub of the episodes or did you watch them in different languages? Uh, depending on the country. No, I, I did the subtitles. Yeah, uh, we watched for all them, of them in the English dub. Yeah. And for Journeys of the Dark Head, we watched it with closed captions. Yes, correct. Yeah. Because there wasn't an English dub for that. Mm -hmm. I love that last episode. All right. Thank you, Eric. Yeah. You know, I might have to rewatch it in each of the original languages. Well, yeah, I I think they were all well. I don't know. Uh, you know, like I said, I had the closed captioning on. I mean, I had the subtitles on. So yeah, but, but most of them came in English. I'm yeah, that's what I thought. Movie. Yeah, except for the journey to the dark head. Yeah. 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 There is a light. Okay, I was gonna say. Yeah, there, you say it. There is a light in all of us. A great point about how <laughs> visions tell stories beyond visions. I haven't seen the pit, but can see how it reflects real life. Yeah. Yeah. Very powerful. All right. Yeah. So All let's right. move on to something happy. Yeah, we got the last one. Okay. Owl Song, Triggerfish from South Africa. So this one is actually one of my favorites. It's like fourth, I'd say. Fourth favorite? Yeah. Okay. So Abby, who has the father of a girl who can purify kyber crystals with her voice, he wants to take red kyber crystals and turn them blue by gi giving them to a Jedi named Kratu who comes over to pick them up. But, you know, Al has no sense of balance. And when she starts singing, she falls over. And her father realizes that. And she, he warns his daughter, you know, you can't sing around the crystals. Mm -hmm. They're volatile when you, your voice makes them volatile, you know. Don't do that. But <laughs> yeah. she does. Yeah. And the crazy thing is, it doesn't make the crystals explode. It purifies them. 
It removes the darkness. Beautiful. Her voice removes the darkness from the crystals. How about that? Isn't that amazing? That's a beautiful story, yeah. It yeah. Oh! Yes. yeah. Oh, I'm purifying the cookie crystals, man. Okay. Oh! <laughs> yes, delicious. Pure butter cookies. Yeah. Oh. That was yeah, I um so I, I get the impression, you know, I'm thinking, you know, from a father's point of view that, you know, he knows that his daughter um has this gift but he's just afraid on uh, you know what would happen if people found out that she had the gift you know and um I, I think he was trying to suppress it he didn't want her to use it but then when he realized what she can do with it then yeah wow you know like um because that was his job is to try to clear these crystals right because mm -hmm. they're all red i think yeah. that's what it was yeah and, yeah uh yeah they're they also can burn like yes. Her father got burned. Yes. In the glove, of course. Mm -hmm. He he had gloves on when he handled them for reasons like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Agree. Agree. Yeah. Um, but again, here's another episode where you know her force powers does good. And you know, and then she, the Jedi wishes her off. Well, well, right. So the Jedi is there to see it for herself. Um, that this girl is special. And then once again, <laughs> she says, okay, well, you got to come with me. Come with me now. But I think at least in this case, I think uh, She asked the Al, father first. And Al wanted to go too. Well, I don't recall that. Well, I recall that um, she approached both father and daughter. Yes, I'm saying. And I, I, I think they were given uh the next day to think about it, like overnight, like, like, like sleep it over, uh, you know, sleep yeah. on it and let me know. They got the option. So, yeah, I think the next morning, I think they were having breakfast or something together. And then it was time for her to go. The ship was there with the Jedi. Yeah. I, I think that uh, that's what I remember. That was better. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, but still young, very young. Marginally better. Being taken away from, from her family. But, you know, it's, it's like, interesting. Listen, sleep on it. I'll let you as the parent make the decision. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. All right. So, wow, we did it. Those are the nine episodes. I'm still awake, Dad. <laughs> right. Thank you so much. Right. All right. So, so this is wonderful. So these, I again, I can watch these. You know, I've well, I've already watched them more than once. So they're they're pretty cool. Um, they're wonderful. You know. Um, yeah. You know, there there are some that I I thought were very very well done. Some that were personal to me. That you know, like I said. Um, well, that's all. But yeah, but it's wonderful. So now we also have uh, another series that dropped today, which is called Young Jedi Adventures. Yes, exactly. All right. So <laughs> we are also working on that series. Uh, That'll so be we, coming uh, next week. Next week, yes. Yeah, so we will have that for you next week. So tonight we just wanted to devote our time. We interviewed the cast, by the way, yes, we and did. we interviewed some of the executive producers, yes, right, directors. So if you'd like to check those out, yes. links are in the description, and there are some of our most recent vids, so you can check them out on our homepage. That's a very good point. Yes, we can put them in the description. Yeah, absolutely. So please check that out if you have not already, okay? So if that is it, let's check to see if there are any final Q&As. <coughs> Which one is your favorite short, Kerwin? I was trying to avoid that, that question. All right. Ah, uh, uh, okay. Um, it's got to be this. Say something good. Well, I am gonna say something. All right, it's got to be the spy dancer. It's the spy. I, I, yeah, I, like I said, it, that was riveting to me. I think that was, um, it. it funny thing, like I w said, I am, chat for my dad. I am when I said I am your mother. I was, I was completely off on what that story was about. Here, if the mark was here, let me finish. So the spy dancer, right? So like the title just says it all, like the spy dancer. Okay, all right. I could see that, you know, like uh, I didn't know if she was a ballet dancer or what kind of dancer, but this dancer apparently was a spy um, for the rebellion. And that's exactly what it was, but I got so much spy. more out of it. So it was wonderful, wonderful. All right, so there's the answer. All right. <laughs> all right, okay. Uh, that's all for Q&A. &A. All right, so. Key, where can people find us? You can find us wherever if you'd like to listen to us. Our socials are Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Fathers and Galaxy. Website, FathersandGalaxy.com. Merch store, FathersandGalaxy.MySpreadShop.com. Email us at KER at FathersandGalaxy.com. And our Patreon page is, as always, 
patreon.com slash fathers and galaxy. Please support our Patreon page. We try to go to Japan in two years. Help us out, please. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. We gotta start doing Duolingo. All right. And purchase the family plan. Yeah, we'll look into that. Actually, you know what? I tried to do that a couple of days ago, and for some reason something wasn't working. Oh, I, I don't know. Whose iPad did you use? It doesn't matter. Uh I'll go use back. yours. All right, we'll we'll figure it out. All right. But uh yeah, we're you? we are we talked about the race to one thousand already. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. So we're wonderful. on a race to 1,000 subs. Yeah. So please help us out. We're almost at 900. We're almost at 900 subscribers. So, so as of right now, it. we are 102 subs away. We can from do it. Y'all getting us to 1,000. Yes. Every subscriber helps. Yes. Like you guys mean so much to us. Please spread the, the reason word. we create this content is because we have such a loving and supporting fan base. Hashtag Father Son Japan Trip. <laughs> Also, hashtag put butter cookies in Star Wars. Okay, all right. Thank you, so. Alex. <laughs> oh, so this propaganda. is propaganda, butter cookie propaganda. All right, so thank you, everyone. So we'll be back uh, next week, and we'll talk about Young Jedi Adventures. So until next time, take care, and we and will we'll see, see you again. again. May the fourth be.